transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. wrapping up welcome to matinee edition go fuck i didn't run it's the good after morning birth or whatever either way it's the matinee edition like you said what's the matinee edition good midday welcome to matinee edition of old heart radio it's the podcast you're currently listening to uh you may have accidentally stumbled upon it or you may have intentionally stumbled upon it either way you're here now so lend us your ear we're gonna gonna be talking about a handful of little things today handful stuff that we like you yeah. don't like it? You don't have to listen to this. That's totally true. Or we, <laughs> could, or we could get you into it. Whatever works. Either way. Avengers Endgame, Game of Thrones, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. A few things we're excited for in the near future. Lots of hype, man. There's always this cool shit going on. Like, it's a... I mean, obviously, Avengers Endgame has been, like, like full-on... It's out there now. Like, it's dick is out. It's, it, <laughs> like, everybody's seen Cap wielding two hammers on Instagram. Everybody's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so, it's fucking so everywhere. It's fair game. Like, it's right. just open to talk about it. It was fucking badass. It was great. Like, it was, it definitely exceeded expectations uh, in terms of, in my opinion, in terms of the plot. Like, it just, it was so, it was layered and detailed, but, like, so well done. Yeah. Like, it, it made very impressive. sense. Like, and, yeah. And it just built, like, it built, like, so much into the like it expanded that universe so much it expanded it without it feeling forced and without setting up anything else word it gives a level of sort of conclusiveness to a franchise that's been running for such an extended period of time now yeah and that is probably going to be continuing i mean like do you think that they're gonna they're gonna make another avengers movie but just with like different characters yeah we've discussed this briefly before where it's like it's probably going to be like Falcon, Black Panther, yeah. Captain Marvel, and Doctor Strange is sort of like the main ones now. Yeah. And like Bucky in there as well. I do think Doctor Strange, so Doctor Strange is still like an outlier. Okay, I saw this thing on the online that was like, it was uh, Robert Downey Jr. It was like, Robert Downey Jr. and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch or whatever, it was in the same, like, <laughs> we're in the same movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Twice now. And neither of them had like a chance to say like, no shit Sherlock to the other. That would have been such a funny fucking thing to slide in. I there. saw something about that where it was uh <laughs> where, where that was supposedly in the Infinity War script. Really? But they took it out because it felt forced. Oh, like they were trying enough. too hard to make the joke. I was just like they just like yeah. I would have I would have loved it. It would have been like such an out of character thing, like just like for some reason, in between battling Thanos and Infinity War, they just like lock eyes with each other, and like some one of them says it to the other for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> but I do love, I did love their vibe, which it, bring, it, it brings me to something interesting that theoretically could be continuing. There's all the theories about, despite sort of the end of both Captain America and Iron Man's arcs, yeah, that RDJ he didn't want to like stop; he wanted to keep going. So. And Which is I, weird I'm, though, because like when they, do you remember when he was filming Iron Man three? Like he like he like definitely like dropped it where he was just sort of like I just I can't keep making these movies forever. Think, like I'm pushing. Like I'm. I think he was like fifty something. Yeah, at the now, time he, now he's like fifty five. He, yeah. he um, I mean like but 
But he, he, might, he hasn't done any solo movies since then. He's done only ensemble stuff. Yeah, and I guess like if Which you that's, think about like Civil War, like somebody somebody said that he like, made five million bucks and was on set for three days for Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh man, yeah, he yeah, I heard he raked in quite uh, some pretty fucking coin on that. So what I'm thinking is gonna happen? He'll just make with cameos him, and shit. Or, yeah, cameos and shit, and maybe eventually, if he really wants to bring it back, do the thing from the comics where they like his mind waves become an AI. Oh yeah, like his yeah his, which his, it's like he's the, the Iron new Jarvis Harvey basically. Williams. Yeah, fair like, enough. Fuck fuck it. I mean, it would make sense, and it would. I mean, nobody would be angry about like Robert Downey. Give it some time to rest. Yeah. If they do it like in Spider-Man: Far From Home, no, that'd be fucked it's up. It's gonna be fucked up. Like Peter's <laughs> grieving, and then like and then like his new suit all of a sudden reboots with this like, hey kid, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey kid, I'm here or whatever. It's like a oh, fuck, yeah, yeah. dude. That, You're the new yeah, Iron Man. Too quick. Too. <laughs> You're the new <laughs> Iron Man. Uh, that's something, dude. Like, I was like, I don't think Spider-Man. Like, I read that too. I, like, Spider-Man was Spider-Man's gonna be the new Iron Man. I, I think, was like, that would be the dumbest turn. I think like, that it's gonna end up with him realizing he can't be the new Iron Man, but he's gonna be the first Spider-Man. Well, yeah, and that that that's gonna be the moral of Far From Home. Is that he has to step up and be Spider-Man? He has to be himself. He can't be living in the shadow of somebody else. Fair enough. Which is gonna lead to, I think, Happy's gonna be his mentor figure. And then maybe in a future movie, Peter Parker's going to mentor, like, a couple of years younger Miles Morales. Oh, yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, so... Let's, let's stick to Endgame for Endgame. We're going to get quick. Spider-Man Far From Home Rewind later that in a different Endgame. segment. Uh, so The wrapping up of Tony Stark's arc throughout these films. How do you feel about it? How do I feel about it? I feel fine about it. It was like... <laughs> it worked. It worked. Uh, I mean, it, it made sense that they had to wrap it up. Um... I feel yeah. like it becomes more powerful I, when you put Captain America in perspective as well, because it's something that the re- directors have brought up quite a bit, is the mirroring of the arcs of Captain America going from being a completely selfless man to making a very selfish decision at the end of Endgame, but yeah. Tony Stark being a selfish jackass at the beginning of his movie, and then giving the ultimate sacrifice of taking his own life to save everyone. Yeah, which he's steadily like tried to do more and more. I think, like, yeah, has, like I mean, it showed in, like the first Avengers, Civil War, Civil War. In like, particular, I think Civil War is sort of the big you know, character. Like, yeah, happens. so yeah, he he's like it was a, it definitely was like a long time coming that like Tony was gonna like sacrifice himself in some capacity or. But another. then it was in subversive enough I think that the, everybody thought it was like who's gonna die in this movie? Like Stark's gonna live. Spider Man needs a mentor. Yeah, I I had I mean, my money I, down that Cap was gonna die. I mean, I, I, you know, like, after hearing that both their contracts had kind of, like, went up, I assumed that they were both going to kind of, in some capacity, go away. Yeah. And, like, it, I think the more surprising of the two story arcs is Captain America's because yeah. it ends with him being more selfish. Yeah. And, like, that's something that's so out of character for Captain America. But then people... Whereas, like, Iron Man, you assume that he is, a, it's a some degree, a good fucking human being. Otherwise, yeah. he wouldn't be Iron Man. Which, so, I, like, I do, I do <laughs> love that, like... The one in like 14 million shot is where he has no context and he has no warning. He has to go off a like borderline instinctual decision. Oh, and has to like give it up at the last second. Oh, you're talking about to, like to end to end the battle and stuff. Yeah, to end the battle and to stop Thanos. Like yeah. Thanos was about to tear reality apart, and then if Stark hadn't gone in there at that last moment in a completely selfless look, like Doctor Strange even mentions to him earlier, it's like. Like, if I tell you right now, you're not going to do it. Yeah. Which is implying that he's still selfish enough to not want to risk his own life unless it's down to the wire. Well, yeah. I mean, and, like, you know, 
uh, that's one of the things you see in the movie. Like, not he doesn't like even in the in Endgame, he doesn't start off selfless. He doesn't start off like he's he, being such like, a Tony dick Stark at does not start the quest for the fucking Infinity Gun, like stones. Yeah, he just, he he's like resistant to the whole thing. He doesn't want to fucking be involved. He wants to just leave things the way they are because shit's already been too fucked up. Yeah, like, which I mean, like the beginning. So like he start yeah. I mean he's like he's beaten. Like, he starts off in the movie like pretty. Like I mean, God, dude, we were talking about it earlier. He yeah. like he the I guess the beginning of the movie Tony Stark is like starving, fucking dehydrated. He's been floating in space with fucking yeah. Nebula, like, and, which I actually thought was a great character moment with Nebula like putting him up in his chair and expressing compassion. Oh yeah, for somebody else because like she was sitting him comfortably, knowing that like he was probably gonna go to sleep and die. Yeah, and she wasn't going to because she could she didn't have to breathe oxygen. Yes, it was. It was. It was just kind of like a cool little moment between the two, and I thought it was actually the way they pair. That's actually one of the neat things about the entire movie, is the way they paired certain characters up. Yeah, was really fucking cool. Yeah, like it was cool seeing different sense. characters interact with. Yeah, it totally did. There was there was no there was no like ensemble of characters, especially once they broke off in the second act. Yeah, that felt like they didn't mesh for some reason. Yeah, and yeah, it's it the. It all, I don't know. It, so was just, it all worked. But you just so, want to hit act by act here? Give uh, a general synopsis? Sure. Fuck it. All right. So the first act, somber as fuck. They kill Thanos in the beginning. Which is the most, it should like theoretically be a triumphant moment, but damn, is it depressing. Yeah. It just doesn't, it just, it, it doesn't like, you don't expect it, which makes it seem so out of place, which then yeah, in the context of the entire movie, it, it really doesn't matter in a lot of ways like yeah. it just it just seems to be like the, the it gets pushed to the back of your mind real real fucking easy yeah <laughs> which i mean but it's supposed to be like they're going in and they're like curb stopping thanos yeah they're all hot for teacher they're like they're fucking they're going they, in they want to kill him like they yeah they all want fucking blood and so you know like they bust in like ready to kill him ready to just take the, the stones and stuff the only reason they keep him alive for any any little bit is because the stones are gone and they don't know where they are yeah they thought they were hiding him and i love that nebula otherwise they probably would have just fucking killed him even quicker in, the, in that first little like yeah <laughs> which i like like i'd seen it one more time than you had so whenever there was a cool moment coming up i'd sort of like glare over at you uh-huh. and see what your reaction would be and when they barge in the front fucking door and cut off thanos's arm He's just like, oh shit! Jaw hit the floor. Yeah. I when I watched it the first time, I was like, okay, that's how they get like the time stone or something before he stops them. Yeah, like, I didn't expect them to not get any stones out of that interaction. Yeah. But because I saw time travel coming. Yeah. So they killed Thanos off, and then they fucking, and then you know they find out that they get dick all from it, and yeah. so they just go back to Earth with their tails between their legs, and they just deal with reality, which they is that, that all these fucking people are dead. They like yeah, five years goes by, and then you pick up with like Cap talking to a bunch of people. I mean, you guys saw the trailers. Cap talking to a bunch of fucking yeah, people Cap's in like a, a therapy room, and like which is great for that character. I feel like it makes sense. It does kind of make sense, but also he's like, a selfless man. <laughs> <laughs> until the end of the movie, the of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> which again is like it's you start you start both those characters off in opposite places and then they end up in opposite places later Great. on you know fucking I mean? awesome uh, so like really the only person that's like trying to hold shit together is Black Widow 
Yeah, she's like running right. sort of like an Avengers. Kind of, yeah, like the quasi, like like Captain Marvel checks in via hologram. Rocket's like, there with Nebula, yeah, War uh, Machine's there. Okoye or whatever. Okoye's there. Yeah. Is that her name? Is yeah, that yeah, Okoye. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Which brings a whole, like, brings like, whole question to me. On it for just a hot second. Which brings <laughs> another question to me. Who the fuck is running Wakanda? Because they mentioned... Yeah, dude. They like, mentioned the, in the, it's in the script, the entire Wakandan royal family died. Yeah, so, so like, I would love I to see fucking I mean, Mbaku running the show. Mbaku's running. I mean, yeah, actually, if he's still no, but I, did he get dusted? No, 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 no. he was he was, he was around he was alive. The Infinity War. He was yeah. looking around, yeah. horrified, watching everybody turn to turn to dust. That's right. Uh, so I love that like he was on the press tour for this movie and didn't even have a fucking line in the film. No. At, at the end, you just see him like going hurrah, and, <laughs> which is like the most generic Mbaku sort of thing. It's exactly what you'd expect for real. <laughs> but no, she's talking to him. She's coordinating everything, and yeah, sort of Cap shows up, and it's interesting because we see like the f- family dynamic of these characters and how they legitimately care about each other, and they're human. Which I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe—it's why the DC universe yeah. isn't successful. The DC characters in the movies—they aren't fucking people. They're what's well, true? I mean, they also don't have like the the movie length to like help create exactly. their characters. They have all they, they the DC movies keep trying to push. Like, uh, established gonna, characters in the movies and, and you can't and, expect everybody well, to have read the comics that give these characters depth well I mean with certain characters yeah you can like you can you can definitely like with even with characters like Iron Man and Captain America like you can totally assume that most people would know a bit about their character yeah at least um, at this point but 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 yeah, I guess that's that's my point like the DC movies they try to take those assumptions that they assume people have and just like roll with them whereas like marvel's the movie the reason why marvel movies are successful is because they've been playing the long game is because game. they've been like yeah they've been playing the long game but they also established their own like this is a different universe with these characters in it yeah. rather than like so like so they gives them the leeway to fuck with them it yeah. gives them the leeway to write different stories and different personalities they're, they're not types going they're not them. ripping straight from the comics no. oh, and i mean like but, it, but DC, it shows but, but, it shows yeah. the care and sort of like it, I mean, at the beginning, speaking of changes they made, right at the start, right, I guess the, like, I am Iron Man and him revealing his secret identity at the beginning of the first Iron Man film mm-hmm. was improv. The, of RDJ just being like, fuck it, this will be a cool line. Yeah, and then, and and then like, his last line was, I, was improv too or whatever. Yeah, well, I guess, well, I guess in that first movie, Kevin Feige saw it and was like, oh, that was cool. Like, mm-hmm. let's roll with this from here on out. Yeah, I mean, I've... I've read that like a handful of times about like parts of the Marvel movies, and that kind of makes me wonder like how much of that is like made up, where it's like people eat this shit up. Like let's just say that was an improv line. I would be, su- <laughs> I would be, I would be surprised. I love it. I love it as much as the next guy. But like I, I mean, so do I. It's like it, I genuinely would think that people do that kind of shit, but I don't know. So, that's the pessimist me. Anyway, anyway again, yeah. back to back to Avengers Endgame. So like, so the first the first act is really somber. Like honestly, like yeah. uh, and, and you kind of see that like. These characters are all in definitely like places you wouldn't expect. Ronan's off like killing people brutally. in fucking Japan or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Really, really brutally. Like honestly, like, you don't see you There's, don't see Hawkeye being like. I mean, you see him shooting fucking aliens and shit like that, but you don't yeah. see him like slicing people and fucking like like I don't you know, see dude. him like, like throwing <laughs> ninja stars and impaling. People. Yeah, it was like I mean that you want to talk about like. At one point, character of like events like that, like they make him feel so out of character. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like it was actually pretty cool. Fucked. Like the beginning of like the opening shots of Endgame are his family disappearing. Yeah, which I mean, like it hit like that. 
It hits. It, it hits hard. It, yeah, like it like weirdly like it sets the tone. It's weirdly so fucking weird. Like you get shaken because yeah. it's the reality that like he was just hanging with his family, and you can only imagine that that's the experience that fucking yeah. everyone like, had. So like across the universe though yeah. too. Like you like, know like what I mean. Think of like, John C. Riley like, playing <laughs> with his blue child from Guardians of the Galaxy. Dust. Dust. <laughs> think of. It's oddly reminiscent of, you know, in The Matrix when, like, Agent Smith's chasing Neo. Oh, shit. And just the, the kid looks away, sees Neo, looks back at the mom. The yeah. mom's Agent Smith. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like, just like, oh, my God, that, that mother's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Straight <laughs> it, I mean, it's so like, again, yeah, like, but that shit sets the tone, man. And then it leads to, like, it leads to the whole Ronan story arc, which everybody was kind of joking about. And, like, everybody, everybody knew it's it like, was like, oh, he's got a mohawk. So it's like, edgy. Yeah, yeah. Like, he took the time to get a tattoo and a fucking a haircut. He's got a sleeve now. But, like, but it totally works. And, like, you really, you genuinely, like, feel bad for him. But, especially like, when, still feel... Especially when, like, Black Widow finds him and he's just like, don't give me hope. Yeah. I've given up. Yeah, that, and that's kind of it. He's just, like, he's resided to, like, just killing off scumbags and, like, yeah. you know, whatever. Like, it's his way of coping. Yeah, for real. Like, he's, he, I don't know. It, it was interesting. Like, I thought that was, like, a, a, kind of a, an effective way to, like, keep... Uh, you know, an anchor to like the weight of it all. Yeah, was his character itself. Which and I feel I like that he was the guy who did the first like test of the time travel because he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't like, give a fuck. He's, he's just like, like he's like fuck it, dude. If I don't come back, I don't know. Whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he almost he, didn't, dude. Like that dude wanted to stay in there too. Yeah. The, the test run was back to like what? It, it was, was, was at his farm. It was at his farm, and he hears his kids, and as soon as he disappears, his daughter runs down the <laughs> stairs, and she's just like, Dad. It was so funny. Yeah, it was like it was so close. And he didn't notice he came back with the with the baseball mitt. Yeah, and that's and he was like, "Fuck, it worked." Yeah, dude, it was intense. Like, and I love that. I love that they um, as soon as they start time traveling, it's just like fancerous, but done well. Yeah. Well, okay, so uh, we kind of talked about it, like like. You know, Tony's starting off really selfish. So, like, so they get the idea to time travel. Ant Man yeah. comes back. We also, we all kind of like, we kind of know about this, right? Yeah, yeah. Ant Man comes, comes back. He finds out what's going on. Brings uh, it, brings it to Cap. Tells him what's up. Really quick, I just do want to point out. I, I saw this. Like, uh, you know where his van was in that like garage? Yeah, yeah. Right where the rat saves the day and everything. <laughs> but, like, but like on like the the little sign where his van's parked, it's, you know, it has his name on it, and then right underneath it says six one six. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah it's like a little knock. You know, like, but like. But, uh, so, anyway, Ant-Man's back. They come up with this idea to obviously go to the quantum realm and try and, like, fucking time travel their way into some Infinity Stones. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, so, and also, <laughs> we forgot to mention, Thor's depressed and alcoholic Thor, and yeah, super yeah. fat. I want to get to that. But, so, like, so, so, Tony, so Tony, they, they go to Tony, and Tony's like, I don't want to have anything to do with this shit. I got a daughter. I got a family. Like, I'm a family man now. I don't want to lose this. I love that they, you know, yeah. And he's like, he's like, I could probably fit solve this. He's totally arrogant. But yeah. Like, that's still uh, the I, same I, thing. Like, he's so fucking arrogant. But he's like, but it's like, he just doesn't want to be involved. I love that. I love that um, Paul Rudd is describing, uh, fuck, Ant-Man's describing. <laughs> <laughs> They're all, whatever. One of the same. Same, same, same difference. Same, same difference. I love that Paul Rudd's <laughs> describing time travel and Stark looks at him and goes, your time travel rules based on Back to the Future? And he goes, yeah. Uh, yeah, he goes, no, he goes, uh, yeah, no, no, not really. Yeah, just, and Tony Stark goes, good, because that'd be bullshit. Yeah, well, and, <laughs> and I, I love that. That's like, I feel like most people in the theater 
I probably feel, also I, some, <laughs> somehow base their idea of time travel on the Back to the Future movie. It's funny to me. <laughs> but <laughs> they shoot that down pretty quick. They do. They do. Uh, so anyway, so Tony doesn't want to be involved in any, at any rate because him and fucking Pepper have a kid and like they're just trying to deal with reality and all this shit. But he has to break it down. <laughs> but but then yeah, like it's just it's just a problem he has to solve like yeah. always, right? Which and so he does super fucking quick. Like, yeah. uh, we mentioned, I mentioned this to you the other day. It's like, yes, it happens quickly. But it, it, but who wants to see? It's a three-hour movie. Yeah. Who wants to see a fifteen-minute drawn-out sequence like in the first Iron Man movie when he's building the suit of him like figuring out time travel? Yeah, but I just love. I mean, like, I just love that it's like the idea that that Tony Stark is just like sitting around with his finger up his ass basically just like <laughs> like oh shoot you know like why the fuck not like this could work like and it's Which, like but oh, then that, but be, I mean it does it does make sense it's just like the outrageousness of something like oh know. yeah oh and there's time travel and also they got, they got fucking <laughs> professor hulk working on it too so professor hulk okay so hand fisted I, I do okay. I do like personally have a little bit of a beef with the, with the professor hulk I just like whatever. It's it's comedic relief for like the next lifetime that Mark Ruffalo wants to fucking work for Disney. But like, <laughs> but, like it it works. It's just like it's just you're taking away like the badassness of Hulk. Yeah, you're just making a big green Bruce Banner. And Fuck. like and like that's fucking boring. And, like I, I like it. Like if I want to see Hulk punch something, <laughs> I want to see fucking Hulk smash. I don't want to see Hulk climb into a fucking Stark suit and fight somebody. I don't want to see like. Big green Bruce Banner solve a fucking equation. <laughs> like, like, you know what I, I mean? mean? Like, I well, here's my like, personally. That's how I feel about the fucking Hulk. Well, like, I like that. Like in Ragnarok, Hulk is sort of this like over the top, like goofy, like child, and yeah. Banner's always this sort of reserved, like character. But then when they bring them together, it's really like meeting in the middle. Like they, they do. They, they have like a sense of like almost relief. Like, yeah. like they can finally be a regular person. He's it's almost like cathartic for him. Yeah. And I love I mean like it was one of my the funniest moments in the movie. In a very somber movie, they did weave in some good funny notes oh, quite absolutely. often. Well like like any Mar any Marvel movie. Any Marvel. They really do a good job of like kind of I think, the whole thing. Anyway, but But the the diner scene. Yeah, the Which diner scene was so much could have been left on the cutting room floor. Yeah, but they have like a minute back and forth between like Banner, some kids, and Ant Man of the kids being like, "We don't want a picture." Yeah, and then like Hulk, we don't we don't know you really. Hulk, <laughs> Hulk walking away. No, no, no. The kids walking away. Hulk being like, "This is your mom, Dad." <laughs> yeah, 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 he does. He throws up a fucking dab. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. We, yeah, no, it, I mean. Everybody say green. It's green. a like it's a cool it, it's a cool addendum. I just I again like I said I, I wanted to see like personally I wanted to see like fucking Hulk at least like uh, you know fight Thanos a little more or, yeah. or like smash smash a little something but but then the, the, the I, most he, the he most you see Hulk smash shit. is like really uh, he does do some good shit in the battle I guess but he does do some well he's the guy who brings everyone back yeah I mean he does burn up his fucking arm and all that okay anyway so um which worked better for you yeah, yeah. Hulk what? or Fat Thor oh well Fat Thor I think was was just fucking brilliant like <laughs> same fat, here well, fat so, Thor some people was, really fucking hate Fat Thor no it just made sense dude like okay one it's not like you it's not like all of the gods of Valhalla 
we're like, or Valhalla, it's somebody brought Asgard. We're like all in, like, dude, he had like three fat friends in like the first two <laughs> Thor movies. Somebody you brought know what up I mean? the point that this is way more accurate to like actual Norse mythology. Yeah, it's that cool. Thor would just be a big, really strong dude. Yeah, and also he's, so got, he's, he's got, got mass. It doesn't mean he's got it, muscle necessarily. I mean, like, he's fucking, <laughs> I mean, like, also he's an Asgardian. An extra like hundred pounds won't slow him down that much. No, <laughs> no, you're still talking about like. A like, dude who can punch a fucking frost giant and, like over, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's like we're talking about like a, a fucking. I do love that. Like he's so depressed and so far gone. He doesn't want to hear anyone say Thanos' name. Yeah, and he's using Stormbreaker as a beer bottle over. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of the thing. Like he's like the the interesting thing is that he is and also mentally he's out mentally he's he's just in a shit fucking place. Yeah, and like his I don't know. Like he's, his he's, body matches it. He's like just we've all been Fortnite there. So. With yeah, Korg and Meek. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> Meek, dude. Uh, yeah, I think it's funny that, I think it's awesome that, that Korg and Meek are there. I, I I don't like I really hope that they continue to like evolve again like that kind of relation like those uh, I, relationships like that. Like, I really hope that Korg and that like, Korg and Meek went with Thor and the Guardians. That's what I mean, like 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 have something like that happen where like, you know That'd be great. Oh dude, the Asgardians of the Galaxy would be cool. They should just oh, yeah. The, the, do you think that I'm, I'm down for it yeah. I think Thor's gonna be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 I oh I definitely think so I mean what's it gonna be like the hunt for fucking Gamora or whatever is it? <laughs> whatever. Yeah, whatever we'll get there at some anyway. point <laughs> so so Fat Thor Professor Hulk uh, and the rest of the Avengers the, <laughs> all, the, the original ones plus War Machine Nebula and Rocket yeah they all decided to go to what three particular so events so New York the Battle of New York in 2012 um, Asgard uh, 2014, as well as um, um, what's that place? It was uh, Mor- Morag. Vo- Morag and Vormir. Mm, yeah. Which so they pair up, Ant Man, Hulk, um, Cap, and Iron Man go to go to the Battle of New York because they're going to pick up two Infinity Stones. There. Yep, they're going to pick the Space Stone. No, they, were, they said they're going to pick up three. Oh, that's right. It's like the Space Stone, the Mind Stone, and the Time Gem. Gem. Yeah, that's right. Because Professor Hulk goes to goes to try and get the time gem from, from the, the ancient, ancient one, one, which was a good, a nice little cameo from Tilda Swinton. And I love everyone's that they favorite Martian no, making a great appearance once again. Tilda Swinton's fucking perfect. <laughs> uh, uh, but I love that they the they you know have they're having this conversation and she ex- basically explains. I love that they really did quickly, what they like like hey, this is the reason why like nobody saw us fucking like. Yeah, protecting New York when this original when this got invaded. You know, yeah, she's on the outskirts, sh- t- stopping Chitari from getting too far out of the city. Pretty much. So I, Which, I thought that was cool. I did also love that she punched him out of his body like yeah. she did to Stephen Strange, <laughs> which was a I fucking love that effect. Yeah, that shit was. Yeah, could you like what the fuck? Would that <laughs> like, like, like and, you just get knocked backward, and you just think you just probably feel like you're just getting pushed over or hit backward, right? Yeah, and yeah. Then all of a sudden, you, you just see like your see body your body, body like right in front of you. Like. I love that she did it to two <laughs> men of science too. Oh, two, totally, like that's one of those things. It's like, like you have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> she um, <laughs> and like that explains a lot about the alternative realities and the time travel that. They yeah, have. and that which which will have a play for. How many more movies to come? Oh yeah, in the absolutely. Universe, you know uh, I mean, it's gonna like so they already confirmed really it's gonna be important. Scene. Yeah, and so then um, Captain Iron Man or Cap Iron Man Ant Man they're going for the uh, Space Stone and Loki Scepter. Yep. Which Cap gets Loki Scepter in the fucking elevator. Which my favorite Marvel movie is The Winter Soldier. I yeah. mentioned this on an episode of Coffee and Contemplation. And so there was that really cool kind of like nod to the Winter yeah. Soldier. There's the callback to the elevator scene, which even some shots are either 
completely recreated or reused, I guess. Like, and even the dudes in the elevator are standing in the same place. Nice. So, like, except they, they really for um, pay that, pay the other attention. dude, the, the Sitwell, isn't is there too? Oh yeah, Sitwell. Which I was a crossover character from Agents of Shield. Oh yeah, <laughs> first appearance was there, and they sent him to the Meridian Star right oh. after, at the end of one of the episodes, right. which is where Cap got him from. Uh, where Cap saved him from at the beginning of Witcher Soldier. Yeah, Word. but I fucking love that. Like, it shows Cap's growth as a character and him becoming smarter, like, because he doesn't fight his way out of that situation, which yeah. would probably make it more of a shit show for them trying to get everything. He just leans over and goes, Hail Hydra, and walks out with a smirk on his face. Word. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> dude, the Hail Hydra moment is really fucking cool. Uh, it just, like, it just because, like, I mean, I don't know. I didn't expect him to actually, like, you know, to say it like it made sense, but it's just it was just cool to like it was weird to also to hear Captain America say "Hail Hydra," but it just shows that he's a smarter character than he was. Oh, yeah, he's just like I don't want to like have to fucking. And then and then he goes and fights himself. <laughs> yeah, which, which I loved because he's just like, motherfucker. Like, I I get why I annoy everyone. Like especially when he's fighting himself and the other one goes, I can do this all day, and he goes, Yeah, I know. Yeah, which is just like. I don't know. It is kind of funny. It's just like all the pep, all the fucking pep and shears gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's grizzled. He's been running from the government for a while now. He needs to develop his voice, though. He needs to get a Batman voice, though. I think that kind of showcases I'm, that. I'm the Nomad. <laughs> oh, no. He takes on the Nomad. <laughs> I'm Nomad. <laughs> what was it? What was it? There was another one. It's just, I'm the captain. <laughs> I, I am the captain now. <laughs> so Captain America fights himself. Um, Captain America wins. <laughs> Tony Stark almost kills himself. Yeah. By getting Ant Man to like punch his like something out of place in his chest, and Loki gets away with the Tesseract. With the fucking Tesseract. Which the <laughs> Russos later go. They're like, they yeah, didn't... he's actually. They create an alternate reality where even when Cap goes back in the end, they can't fix that. Yeah, there's an alternate reality that that got launched where Loki is now like out there with the Tesseract, doing whatever. Yeah, great. Which is cool. I love it. And obviously, we know where that can, is going to lead. Probably, it's probably into his to that show. show. That uh, um, they and so <laughs> then Cap and Tony go with like a gut instinct and go back to the seventies, which is a really cool scene because you get to see Cap sort of have like his moment of realization that with this technology he can live a life with life with Peggy. Yeah, and you see Tony have a cathartic moment with his father. Yeah. Where he pretty much just like gives his father the comfort of having a child, and then also gets some kind of like understanding that his father really did love him, despite how his father was harsh. Yeah, it was a very it was a very sort of like a heartfelt moment between those characters. True, truly. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, <laughs> Fat Thor and Rocket. Are in the events of the Dark World, which oh who would have fucking thought? Yeah, but so, so they're they're in Asgard and they're uh, there to try and pick up oh fuck which the the ether, uh, the ether. Stuff. yeah the uh, the reality gem yeah yeah uh, and I guess that so and so Russo who plays Thor's mom mm-hmm. has more lines in Endgame than she did in the first two Thor movies. Oh my gosh, 
Again, <laughs> what a weird, like, utilization of, like, a good actress in a weird role. She was really fucking good in Endgame, though. Yeah, she, she had was. a really good moment with Thor. Uh, which, like, oh, man, the moment, like, their conversation leading up to just, like, that <laughs> pause. She was, she was totally aware that he was from the future. She's like, oh, yeah, dude, you're fat. fat. You have a weird eye. Like, she instantly knew. Like, yeah. She's like, you're not Loki. You can't be, like, tricking people. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess a mother always knows. Is that what? Is that it? And like, fucking, yeah. it's assumed that Rocket like shoves that little thing up Natalie Portman's ass and, and gets the, gets the ether out of it. I know. I love how like that became like the simplest task in the whole like. <laughs> and then he's he's running away, and the Asgardian soldiers soldiers are like, "Get that rabbit!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Thor's over there. He's waiting for the hammer, which is a great moment for that character because he's. He was like he'd given up on himself, but he genuinely he was still worthy. Exactly, like he genuinely didn't know if it was if it was probably showing up or not. Like, yeah, he was just like hoping. And <laughs> he was so fucking happy, which yeah. is a great nod to like how good Hemsworth is at portraying that character, because like real like if you didn't know if like any, I feel like most other actors wouldn't be able to like portray that pure happiness. <laughs> Yeah. in that character without like betraying the character you know yeah I mean it was a cool scene for sure like uh, which but I mean it was definitely wasn't like the coolest hammer it wasn't scene. whoa hammer we'll time hammer time came later hammer time <laughs> definitely came later uh, so they all so needless to say they basically they're all successful yeah, yeah except War Machine and Nebula have a certain hiccup that really causes a pretty big fuck up yeah. in the whole plan Nebula, <laughs> Nebula's like consciousness gets intertwined with her previous self, and yeah. Thanos, from the past, finds out their plan, and like ends up following them back to the future. Yeah. Also, not just we Thanos, can't we can't though. skip we can't skip this Black Widow and Ronan. Oh yeah, on Vormir, That's which I saw that coming. I was like, fuck! When I was watching it the first time, one of them is gonna have to kill themselves. Yeah, I, I genuinely didn't think it was gonna be Black Widow. I thought it was I thought it was gonna be Ronan just because. Like, they had already really played up, like, how little he gave a shit yeah. about, like, But then also, on. it made complete sense. Because Black Widow had been trying to prove that she was a good person through all these movies. Because she was, she used to be a, a, an evil, she used to be yeah. evil, pretty much. Well, and, okay, but here's, and here's the mistake, I think, that a little bit, like, I get that, like, throughout the movies, there's definitely all this mention of, like, her, like, needing to make amends and whatnot. But like you don't you you very you see very little of like what she means like what what that is yeah yeah and so like I oh, it's everybody knows that they're making a prequel like Black Widow solo <laughs> we're assuming it's a prequel now <laughs> we're assuming yeah because she's, she's dead. fucking dead and they like reiterated <laughs> multiple times that she can't come back yeah right like I mean like it'd be really strange if they like found a way to rewrite that Captain's <laughs> back. Barbers with Red School. <laughs> hey, can I have it? Well, you mind staying here for a little longer? <laughs> can we like make a deal? I'll switch her. Uh, so, uh, but like, I, I wonder like if that. I mean, they're gonna touch on that. They have to touch Absolutely. on like some sort of like part of her past, which I think they should. They would have been like. It would have been more impactful if they, if they did, did that like before this. I but think, then at the but same time, I thought that was one of the coolest moments in the film. Them acknowledging that one of them has to go and trying to be the first one that kills themselves. Yeah, I mean that was, because that it was, was like intense. it was shocking. It was tense, and it was like. But it's also kind of a call to like the first like Avengers movie when they were really interacting. Like their a lot of their first interactions were them fighting each other basically. Yeah, yeah. And so it was like that's how those two interacted and like you know solved their problems yeah. with each other. 
was like they would take some shots at each other and figure it out. Uh, you know they'd have I mean? a little sparring session. Which I always thought I thought that was kind of cool. So then they go back to the present. They have sort of like they're all pissed because Black Widow died. Yeah. And yeah, everybody shows back up except Black Widow. And everybody <laughs> just like it says it all on Cap's face. Just yeah. like he looks sad. Well, yeah. I mean, because they all like the, she was the last thing really like rooting for him to get back together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, um. And nobody, nobody notices for good reason that they sent the wrong Nebula back. Yeah, Nebula looks exactly the same as their other Nebula, so yeah. they don't. <laughs> they put on the metal, the and different metal, and all, everything on her. And Would, so she, yeah, like the, I, I, that was the that was the thing. Like, I, but then it, I feel like it makes sense because she's like the resident outsider. Yeah, well, that exactly. Like that's she's the most say, like, detached they, of all. Of they them. really, well, they really don't fucking know her. You know what I mean? Like, I think the only like, th- the only thing that shows that they might know her a bit, mm-hmm. and I feel like I feel like it's also put aside because they're dealing with other stuff that they wouldn't really talk much to her. But um, and she doesn't really know Black Widow that well, theoretically. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I love that, like her and War Machine earlier in the film when Ant Man's just sort of chilling eating a taco, like oh, she yeah. comes and lands. And just goes, watch a roadie. There's an idiot in the end, in the re-entry zone. Yeah. So I, I mean, it does show that she kind of like starts like falling in like with people with them. Like she gets like yeah. I don't know that. Which like, it was cool that like her and roadies of all people started developing like a cool relationship rapport with each yeah. other. Yeah. And I feel like like those are two characters that I'd be really happy to see more of in the future. Oh, absolutely. Her, I mean, they're not. Karen like, Gillan is great as Nebula. Yeah. And Don Cheadle is. Is like who's gonna fucking complain about War Machine in these? Who's movies? gonna complain about Don Cheadle being in anything? Don yeah. Cheadle's fucking rad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I mean, like people will say that War Machine's just a more boring Iron Man. Nah, War well, Ma- fuck, there ain't no Iron Man anymore. Dude, people, people that say that need to pick up some fucking '90s War Machine comics and like, tell, <laughs> me, tell me what's up then. But uh, okay, so they all get back, and and the big, the big fucking, you know, uh, moment this year they, they build a stark gauntlet yeah which looks cool as fuck i gotta say like, the stark <laughs> gauntlet looks rad I mean, yeah it's less gold than than thanos more red, but more red and gold <laughs> but it's cool as shit and uh, i love that thor's like let me do it yeah thor really wants to fucking do it yeah like, which is re- understandable yeah dude he's trying to like the entire like I, I feel like he's just constantly trying to make amends for fucking up yeah you know what i mean he's like it is solely his fault that all this happened dude when you like, when you break it falls down, on him. Like, he had all the power in the world to just go for the head, and he eventually did. But he didn't do it at the right fucking time, did he? Nope. He, but he's like, "What's going through my veins?" And Don Cheadle, being the gift from God he is, goes, "Cheese whiz." And he yeah. goes, "Thunder, <laughs> no thunder." No, yeah, but um, uh, Hulk ends up having his big moment, and he's the one to do the snap because the radiation from the gauntlet is mostly gamma so they conclude that he's the one that can take the most brunt of it yeah they basically yeah he basically assumes that i mean well it's the hulk he can he can he's, fucking he's gamma it. based yeah so he does and it he, like he struggles arm. with it dude. like he has a hard time snapping it and it fucks up his arm like it burns him like all the way up yeah basically like it's like to probably his shoulder yeah think? to his shoulder uh, and that it's just like scrawny yeah it like it yeah it, like it's I don't know. It's like we all seen the Hulk. Like he's the, got big, the closest muscle, thing, the closest thing that I can think of bone. is like I broke my arm a few years ago and didn't use it for like four months. Yeah. And just seeing the muscular dystrophy and how it looked like skin and bone. Yeah. 
that's how his arm looks after that. And it's the fucking Hulk. Yeah. Uh, and, and so the gauntlet falls off, and he's just laying there, and they sort of like push the gauntlet away. Yeah, and Ant Man walks away and sees like you know? birds and everything, which it's impl- it's it's actually confirmed that it didn't just kill half of humanity. Oh, it killed half of wildlife. Like it killed half of shit, right? yeah. He'll it killed half of like conscious life. Yeah, not like half of plants and stuff. Half of like conscious life. So there's yeah. a bunch of birds flying around outside. Ant Man's like, it happened. We did it. And then he looks up. And there's a barrage of missiles coming from fucking yeah, Thanos' ship. Because Thanos' ship traveled using some fucking pin particles and shit or whatever. Like, which, traveled through fucking... Which, I love that moment realm. when it shows the tunnel. And I heard from you going, no fucking well, way. Well, you think it's just Thanos, dude? And then it's like, the, like he shows up with his whole fucking armada. His whole <laughs> fucking, like, all of his... He's just like, The entire there, army like. and everything's there. And like, he just which wrecks is, the Avengers Which is base. crazy to think about that, like, in terms of the timelines, though, because you think into the 2014 timeline that's, that starts now. <laughs> Number one. Thanos and his entire fucking army just completely disappear. Yeah. So, so it's that no reality, longer a threat. Yeah. So it's, he's no longer a threat. He's no longer on his quest for the stones. But then timeline. also in that like, timeline, there's no Guardians of the Galaxy because no. War Machine clocked Peter Quill and yeah. then took the Power Stone. So it's all just like, I mean. There's I mean, another interesting timeline but, for them to delve into. Yeah. But uh, so so Thanos shows up and just like fucking destroys the HQ. Yeah, like destroys it, and, and he goes, he gets beamed down, and he's just chilling. Yeah, he tells he, Nebula to like go and get him the gauntlet. Yeah, because well, he's just chilling because he he knows like a handful of things are gonna happen. Either they're gonna try and confront him, uh, or, or he's gonna get the gauntlet before anyone can fight yeah. him. And he's and, gonna be able to do and it. And he's not fucking sweating anybody that's gonna challenge Which, him. And that's his fucking mistake, dude. I like, like he just underestimates people so much in this movie. But he's like they I, I mean they arguably they, though, he stands up his He fucking stands ground, the dude. ground. It <laughs> shows how fucking powerful he is in comparison to all these because, guys. Because who steps up to him, dude? It's it's fucking it's, it's Thor, Iron Man, Iron Thor Man, and Captain America, right? Which I love Thanos' speech before that, where mm-hmm. he's like, You cannot deal with your own failure. Yeah. And just like he doesn't even know these very, people. I mean, it's true, though. Like, he's, they couldn't. <laughs> like, and, and he's like, so where'd you, where'd you come to? Back to me. And they're like, whatever. And Stark makes some quip about how they're resilient. And he's like, it didn't work the first time. You guys fixed it. Yeah. So I'm just going to destroy everything. Yeah, he literally, <laughs> he literally talks about just, like, destroying the fabric of reality. Like, destroying, like, doing everything. it again. <laughs> and then doing it again in his image so that way yeah. everyone will be grateful. Which is some secret war shit. Yeah. I mean, but that's like, uh, oh, man. Like, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. I was like, it shows not just how smart Thanos is mm-hmm. and how disconfident in himself he is, but how he is actually insane. And, like, yeah. He was somewhat sympathetic in Infinity War, probably because that story was told from his perspective for a lot of it. Yeah, which was but, actually really—I like, mean, that was an interesting part of it. But, yeah, I uh, think I think it was fucking awesome this fight that then happened. Yeah, because well, like, I, I love how the it three starts. Of them are going at him. I love how it starts where like Thanos is sword fighting with Thor. And then pushes Thor away. Cap's running up to him, but he just like swats Captain America away, yeah. and he gets launched. But then he immediately goes to like deflecting blasts from Iron Man, and he's like dealing with all three of them. Uh, he had like one of the, he was like spinning his uh his sword, his sword so fast it was like deflecting the beam or whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. He, um, I but, one of 
one of my favorite moments in the film is when Thor is stand like Iron Man is unconscious, Captain America's just recovering, and Thor's going at him himself, and Thor gets punched in the face, thrown through a rock, and is like getting clocked over and over by Thanos, and Thor pulls Stormbreaker Stormbreaker back to him. And when this happened in my theater, there was an audible gasp, but Thanos grabs Stormbreaker and starts pressing it against Thor's chest. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, that was cool just because, like, <laughs> just because, like, I mean, that's what Thor did to fucking Thanos in Infinity War. And there was, like, an oh, fuck moment yeah. right there. It's like, Stormbreaker's gonna take Thor out. Yeah. But then it led to debatably the greatest moment of oh, that movie. Led to hammer time. Where you see the fucking hammer lift. And I was like, everybody was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And, like, that's the second time that you see Thor, like, genuinely happy about that fucking hammer. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it knocks Thanos off of him, goes back to Captain America. When I watched it on opening night, there was, like, a cheer in the audience. Cap busted his fucking shit I love that Thor immediately goes, Thor immediately goes, I knew it. (laughs) And Thanos just kicks him in the face. Yeah. Just, just, yeah, just to, like <laughs> knock him out, knock him out of the way for a bit. Just knocks him fucking through that. But rock Cap or stands up to Thanos. Yeah, dude, that that was like the cool one of the coolest shits about that fucking movie. It was just like watching Cap like he's rushing him, spinning the hammer. Yeah, dude, he's kicking him, he's punching him, he's Which, hitting him with the shield. You mentioned how hammer, great of a like, tactician like Cap is when he like he throws the shield, Thanos deflects it, but then he immediately drills the shield with the yeah. with the hammer and creates a sonic boom. Fucking which is also like a, another call to like the first Avengers movie when like yeah yeah uh, you know, when Thor, Thor like, hits it. it, which I was, that was a badass fight. Yeah, it it really was, and and then but then that moment when Thanos breaks the shield is yeah. just a pure callback. And oh man, just like just that that moment like where you know Cap's standing there. They've they've succeeded in bringing everyone back, but that's but debatably nobody, the that's debatably the lowest moment of the film. Nobody showed up though. Yet a cra- it's a crazy triumphant a, moment. Cap standing there, he's like getting his fucking ass kicked. Thanos he's, is like about to just fucking overrun him. He keeps getting up, and when he eventually gets up, he just tightens up the broken shield and is standing up Thanos' entire army. Yeah, and uh, which is a gorgeous and, and then shot. All the like all those the like transportation spell circles start opening up. Like I love how it starts. Another callback oh, to yeah, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Oh yeah, on your left. <laughs> fucking Black Under Panther walks out. Yep. Great moment. Falcon flies out. You start seeing everybody come there, including yep. Pepper Potts in a badass Iron Man suit. Yeah, that like that was which which you knew existed mainly because what like the daughter me. was wearing the helmet earlier yeah. and just like messing around with it. Yeah. Like, so every like literally everybody shows up. Like yeah, there were like, Wakandans, there were Asgardians, there were uh, Ravengers, there were sorcerers. Yeah. Fucking Wong was there. Valkyrie was on a Pegasus. Yeah, everybody wants to know where Wong fucking went. Well, like, I mean, eventually he showed Wong. back up. Dude. He, was Bendic, he was rallying troops. Bendik Wong got a, he got a line. <laughs> yeah. Doctor Strange is like, is that everyone? He's like, you wanted more? <laughs> uh, then, so like, what, yeah, what a moment. The, the, the swelling of the score there. I want this to win the Oscar for best, um, for best uh, musical score in a film. Oh, because, God, I, fuck. I mean, maybe. When I, that, I, when that <laughs> shit built up, and it starts repeating like the dun dun, dun dun, dun dun, dun 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 dun, and Cap drops like the Avengers assemble as he's pulling Mjolnir back to him. I was like, "Fuck, this is a gift from God." Yeah. Like, 
it was I mean it got intense man it, got, it was a fucking everyone everybody just fucking war machines flying in an iron patriot suit with rocket on uh, his back but like during through all this chaos and all this battle uh, for the second time in this movie one machine was really gonna like save the day yeah and it was Scott Lang's van. <laughs> it was Scott. <laughs> I love it. So like, so I think I shit. think more so. One thing that's also worth mentioning: every character has their moment in this final fight. Yeah, like it's true. They all, they the all get their time. Something to like, they really do. They all get their time to do and something. Black Panther becomes the best fucking running back in the NFL, running the gauntlet to <laughs> Scott Lang's van. The yeah. Wasp is fixing the van. Um, Spider-Man uses the instant kill mode in the Iron Spider suit and just starts wrecking yeah, a, bunch of murder, a bunch of Thanos' troops. A bunch of like a bunch the, of those the, cats uh, the legs quick. are just going straight through him. Captain yeah, Marvel yeah. saves everyone. Scarlet Witch almost brutally murders Thanos. Yeah, she yeah. was about to tear him apart. Yeah, when Captain Marvel shows up for the second little time that she's there, she's got her, uh, what is it, like, let me see the manager haircut. And, uh, <laughs> and, and she actually does a good job. Like, she, like, she, well, it, and the, but arguably, and this was, like, an interesting thing about it. Like, they really, the little time she has, they flex how fucking powerful she is. Where she, she like, stands up to Thanos wielding the fucking Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, which right? somebody, somebody brought up, like, Thanos, <laughs> number one, He's got, he's got uh, Stormbreaker being pulled towards him by Captain America and Thor. Mjolnir's pulling him down. He still incapacitates them, mm-hmm. pushes Thor away, and then the punch that he gives Captain America in the face is just a clean knockout. And then Captain Marvel gets headbutted by him and doesn't fucking move. Yeah, it shows well, how powerful she is. She, I mean, they and they really they they. they like, Shock, they really play up how almost powerful, like, wildly how overpowered. Yeah, I mean, ar- arguably wildly overpowered. Yeah. Uh, well, because now you're, I mean, now you have to find the reason to like, find people more powerful than her for her to like she, um, deal with later on. You know what I mean? Surfer. Um, yeah, I mean that would be a good one. She. Um, the only way that Thanos stops her is he dislodges the power stone and then punches her in the face with it. Yeah, with like just. Just pure power. So like he used, he and basically she, uses his concentration, his concentrated willpower to channel the energies of the power stone enough to fucking like do some damage on her, basically. And she goes flying. Yeah. And that's when Doctor Strange is like, "This is it," and Stark mm-hmm. grabs him, goes, "This I am Iron Man." Snaps his fingers, and then boom, and kills all of Thanos' like, army. <laughs> yeah, like turns Thanos' army to fucking dust. Like, Thanos sits for a moment. He gets to wa- he watches everything that he has basically Which, get destroyed. Uh, Corvus Glaive is doing the same thing that fucking Peter Parker was doing to Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Corvus Glaive. Um, he's fucking. In, uh, okay, it's the other the 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 sorcerer esque dude. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Oh, uh, the fucking Ebony Ma. Ebony Ma. Yeah, Ebony yeah. Ma's walking. You see him in the background fading away and running, going up to Thanos like no, yeah, no. <laughs> It's a, everybody turns to dust. Iron Man basically burns like half of his fucking body, and then like says his goodbyes. Yeah, he says his goodbyes to everyone, and I loved how like the Iron Man arc reactor going out is the sign that he's dead. Like that's it. Yeah, he's gone. And uh, so and then there's like a couple of the next pivotal scenes. Like the next, there's the, there's. They have sort of a funeral. They have the Tony which, Stark's funeral, which, which I heard everybody was like. Everyone was told it was a wedding. <laughs> yeah, but like so, you know, you have all these characters again assembled, in, in 
you know, you see Black Panther, you see some of the Guardians, you see the Black Panther looking fly as fuck. <laughs> you see, you know, like Happy Hogan. The, Happy Hogan know, has the, such the a sweet daughter. You see, the daughter. You know, you see fucking the punk from Iron Man three, which like I, I that <laughs> kid's cool. really petitioning, I think, hard to like get, get himself st- stuck in the Iron Lad role, but I don't think anybody wants it. So I mean, we haven't heard anything from nobody. Harvey, gi- nobody gives a crap about that character. Just yeah. let it go. Iron Man three uh, was disappointing to so many people that I don't think it's gonna happen. Although I did hear that they're gonna like Kevin Kevin fucking Feige or whatever has his has plans to continue using the Ten Rings in the future. Which hopefully... I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, that'd be... I mean, I, I think that's Happy really Hogan cool. spin-off? <laughs> the War Machine movie? The, I mean, they could... Arguably, they could make a Doctor Strange movie with, like... Well, that's true, because there's some rings. sorcerer stuff there. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so so they, they have the funeral, they put Tony to rest, and then Captain America takes on the... Like, it's, it's later... They, they kind of go to another... You know, few, like a few days later, maybe. Couple yeah, days maybe. Later, and they just they, they he's, just, he's, he's like find he's out like, Captain America's taking on the task of returning all the time stones. He just grabs Mjolnir. Yeah, grabs Mjolnir. Gra- he has like a case with all the fucking stones in it because like because earlier in the movie that that was like the ancient yeah, one made of priority. Like, you have to bring him back to the exact point that they're taken away, otherwise like some fucked up shit's gonna go down here. Yeah, like specifically with the time stone. If they don't have the time stone, Dormammu's gonna be able to come. Yeah, which exactly like if they didn't, uh, like, I thought I was thinking about that when we were watching it. Like the uh, if they didn't, like like the events of Doctor Strange, like like Dormammu would have just taken over the fucking earth. Like, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, they'd be like, screwed. It's like like, 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 like don't, don't, they don't have to worry about Dormammu, which I'm confident they're gonna have to worry about Dormammu now. He's a he's an ongoing fucking threat. He's is that is that the only reason is because Doctor Strange made a time loop and pissed him off enough to agree to not come to Earth again. But now there's n- <laughs> pretty much. But then, but then now there's n- there's not a time stone, and I'm relatively confident of all fucking beings in the multiverse. Dormammu's gonna be completely aware that there's not a time stone. Oh, 100. So, so Captain America takes the time stones back. He like they get them all like suited up, and he just boom, he goes. And which Bucky says, "I'm gonna miss you." And they said there was a cutscene where he is talking about talking about it with Bucky and tells Bucky. Oh yeah. But it got cut out because they thought it would remove the tension of that moment. Fair enough. I respect that. Yeah. Because when that happened, I was like, "What the fuck?" But then you piece it together in your mind. Yeah. And so, you see like Joe Biden sitting on the. <laughs> you took my joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's. It's true though. It, no, like it, well, yeah, that's why I thought like it's like they, they, like I. I was looking at a picture, like I saw like a screenshot of like Chris Evans, you know. Looks old just Chris like Evans. Joe. It really <laughs> does, dude. Like he looks like he's just gonna like grab your shoulders and you know like whisper yeah. something in your ear that you don't want to hear. But like so, and I he don't just know, like, he goes back. He's got a wedding ring. It's assumed that he had his life with Peggy. It's, yeah. it's confirmed later when they go back and it's him dancing in the 1940s. But like. The repercussions of that, like, oh yeah, I mean, I mean, they, they, I mean, the writers talked about how like either there's two ways that it could have gone, either decide to not like fuck with any world events and live hiding, just pretty much, quiet, yeah, quietly live like as a super live a suburban life, yeah, and just trying to live that normal life that Tony Stark told me should get, and then or he kept the suit with him, the time travel suit, until a point where he could jump back hmm. 
which yeah. I think that's what makes sense. Yeah. Well, I, I read he's that. Like, yeah. He's like over 100 years old, too, at that point. Yeah, for real. But, yeah. like, I'm, the Super Soldier Serum has done him great things. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, well, that's, and that's the thing. Like, I, I was wondering about that, too. Like, even if he goes back and lives, like, a regular life, like, wouldn't he probably still outlive, like, everybody? Yeah. He's still I mean, like, Super Soldier I think the writer said that, like, he jumped, if he jumped back, it was, like, right after Peggy died. Well, I read that, the, uh, and I heard that the screenwriters have, like, a different take on it than like the Russo the Russo brothers. The Russo said that he just didn't mess with anything. Yeah. And so the, and then the writers were like he came back after Peggy died in yeah. like twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Well that or twenty sixteen because it was a uh, civil war was when she died and they had the funeral yeah. and everything. Did he go, okay, yeah, fair because enough. Because that he she had like, she had like the last few years out and then like to like show up to that bench or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Which that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um uh, I don't know, man. Like it was just but that's it was like, just that's like, like nitpicking it, it yeah. at worst. You're, yeah, exactly. I mean like, I tell people this all the time. It's like you're nitpicking a fucking movie about superheroes and space travel and like ultimately, all this shit. It's like it ultimately like there's something like Let this it make sense. Every like, five years or so, there's an event in comics where they wipe the slate clean. Yeah, and they're probably doing history. that with movies. Like, with they're going to have dude. to. They've been around for over... for t- It's, it's been, 11 years now. It's a, Yeah, exactly. It's been over a decade of these fucking movies. And they, they... They probably need to wipe a little bit off the slate. And they sort of do. They hand off Captain America yeah. to fucking Sam Wilson. Yeah. Which, I watched an interview with Anthony Mackie. He hasn't even seen the fucking Falcon Captain America suit yet. Like, damn. I'm Which, excited to see what that shit's about, dude. Because the one in the comics is badass. Yeah, the one in the comics looks fucking rad. And the shit that he does flying with that shield is so cool. Word. Which, I wouldn't be surprised if the series, they go very close to the comics, where he is, like, not quite sure about it. Not quite sure about his identity as Captain America. Yeah. Because it's sort of like Iron Man and, like, Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man wants to become the next Iron Man, but he needs to be the first version of himself. I think there's going to be the same thing there. Because there's so much legacy, and he even says it when he gets the shield. It's like it feels like somebody else's. Yeah, it doesn't feel like his. But well, like, hopefully, he gets used to it. Man. I feel like that's gonna be. They said it's gonna be a six-hour runtime on that. Uh, on the uh, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier show, maybe six like, episodes. What, six episodes. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's something to look forward to. Yeah. I don't know. Like either way, like I Endgame. Endgame was awesome. It was you know it was a glorious fucking cap to the last 10 years of Marvel movies for sure yeah uh, I would definitely well I can't wait for it to like just come out because I'm definitely I'm gonna, gonna buy, it. buy it right away I don't, I don't see why not like you point. know like I'll, I have people, or get people always like hesitate like maybe I'll get it maybe I won't like dude just go you know you're gonna this is like, watch it again let's fucking again. push it past Avatar <laughs> give it whatever it takes yeah. because you know this is a better movie than Avatar Definitely is. I fucking hate Avatar. Avatar is a <laughs> shitty movie. I, I, I don't understand I, why everybody likes that, that movie. I watched it when I was anti-hype like anti-hype to me. I watched it when <laughs> I was like twelve, and I was like, "Whoa! I want to live on Pandora." Blue cat people hopping from tree to tree. Let's know. have tail sex. Let's have tail. Let's have tail sex. <laughs> like we're stay away oh, from that. Man. So, quick, quick water break. Quick, and uh, a little Earth Aqua. It's good for you. That's a PSA. Drink product placement. Drink water. <laughs> product placement. Drink water. First sponsor from Old Heart Radio. Mother wow. Nature. <sighs> Refreshing and uh, nutritious. <laughs> water. <laughs> it's like, 
Yeah, everybody drinks it. PSA, drink water. Yeah, drink more water, kids. So, um, uh, we're not out. Gotta catch up from the most recent Marvel thing that just came out. Which, what is that? What are we... We're talking about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 6, episode 1. The... The Coulsoning. The Coulsoning. It's like that episode had some really cool trailer shots. You know, I love seeing the trailer shots in in movies or in in the TV episode. But the most shocking thing about that was not the appearance of Phil Coulson as the evil, or tentatively evil, Sarge. To our to our knowledge, he may have evil. He may have good intentions from his perspective, but but he's you never know. And he, (laughs) spooky. (laughs) Um, Where where will this head? Where will this go? I found the most shocking thing to me: the super low budget robot hands on Yo Yo. Man, they have not upgraded. So Yo Yo got her fucking paws chopped off in a brutal scene in the last season, and they just replaced them. They basically. Those they, arms look good last season. They they gave her, but this season they just have like these like. We're gonna get you some mittens. They basically and gave we're her gonna gorilla glue some metal plates on the shirts, and yeah, like gray gloves, man. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, motherfucker, those are cool. Anyway, but yo, I mean, like, so, so yo, yo's getting fucked by someone else in the back. Yeah, yo's costume design is fuck is fucking whack. She's also getting fucking. She's getting hooked up with yeah. random new dude who I think died. Is, it, is that the dude with the scar on his face that you're talking about? No, not no, Davis. It was the Shaggy dude. Shag, shag, shaggy dude. Shaggy dude who had speaking lines, but I think died at the yeah, end. Yeah, I of thought I saw him die also. I saw like his, that, his that body. Independence Day explosion. And yeah, <laughs> which yeah, you're right. I didn't notice that the first time I watched this, but total Independence Day vibes. Oh yeah, dude, it was like it's like. Blue beam beaming through a fucking building. Blue beam through the sky. Oh, dude, it was, you'll have to watch it, people. Listeners, just go watch it. <laughs> but um, it, it was this uh, this episode. I feel like was everything that was shown in the trailer. Yeah, I mean, it's as big as you expect the show to be. They went where, full where, Guardians where of the they Galaxy. Left off. They really, yeah. You, and you it doesn't it doesn't really leave um, it doesn't leave a bad taste in your mouth. Like it, it starts off, dude. It starts off with them like space traveling, not just like going to the fucking moon and back. Should we um like should we drop a general spoiler warning for this segment of the show, which we're gonna try and do every week and talk about this show? We're gonna we're uh, gonna be dropping spoilers. So if you're keeping up, watch the episode first, then come back here and listen. Yeah, there you go. There's your one spoiler warning. So well, <laughs> well, I'll do some obligatory thing like that every episode. So we'll go from there. Well, yeah. The, um, so, it starts off with Fitz's like crowd chamber. He's he's there. He's out, and you see some ships coming, and they cut his ship in half. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, I was wondering what that fucking beam was, man. But like they do, they just like his his ship gets cut in half, and then you find like parts of the Agents of Shield crew. Who's who's flying in space? Was that Davis, Davis, Piper, Gemma, and Daisy? So they're like expo- they're just exploring space, trying to find Fitz, basically. And they're, and they're <laughs> holding aliens hostage, for trying to get fuel. And apparently, Quake has like made a name for herself across the galaxy as on the galactic stage, <laughs> destroyer of worlds. Yeah, which is fucking crazy. But uh, I mean, but I mean, not uh, which they bring up later, justified like, because she, she is ridiculously she's more powerful than most of the Avengers. Uh, yeah, dude. Like, like she um. They mention at some point that, like, they have fucking no crew left on the Zephyr. Yeah. But they have her 
and she's strong enough to make everyone afraid of them. Yeah, and that yeah they did, and she like there's this kind of like really slight line where it was like, I'm not gonna apologize for you know like being the strong. She wants person or whatever. Because, yeah, she's like, trying she's, to like show force. Yeah, she's trying to like show off, like show strength, so they don't get fucked with. Because as you find out later on, like their ship basically has like no fucking defense. Yeah, yeah. Or like like offensive capabilities. Like the confe- really, the Confederation from the last season. Well, like it's like on Earth, yeah. the Zephyr is fucking massive. Yeah. But then you see like very quickly. It's dwarfed by this oh other shit. Yeah, dude. That I was, starts like, shooting at them. I was surprised by that, like, because I was, you know, like, I was still, yeah. like, I was still kind of thinking, like, how, you know, like the Zephyr's fucking big. It's a big ass fucking plane. Yeah. And but yeah, like you see that other ship pull up next to it, and then like, you know, you're just like, whoa, <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, they're they they're, got shit. <laughs> yeah, they're they're completely outclassed. But they are, like, just out there in space, man. Like. Like yeah. they mentioned, like a handful of different places they stopped already yep. before this episode takes probably place. Probably have some kind of merit in the comics. Yeah, and they look well, probably yeah. Yeah, but like they, you know, it sounds like they've just like they've really just been like this. It's been getting, a year. Yeah, getting, they've been just do what they've been like you said, kind of giving it the Guardians treatment where they've yeah. just been like really fucking out there. Uh, but the cool thing is, like I think they they have the storyline in space, but they also have the storyline. On Earth, yeah, which, it's interesting. I can't wait for them to come back together. Yeah, so it'll be yeah. Well, that's they got sort of the Guardians of the Galaxy vibe going on. They got this weird dimensional thing going on. We think yeah, nothing's really been explained. Uh, they've introduced a couple new characters. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think but, two of them are but, dead already. But yeah, <laughs> but like you said, they they don't give you any explanation for the events. They just kind of hit the pedal and yep. start going. Just go, which I appreciate. Yeah, it, I mean. I love the show already. I mean, like, I want to see what the fucking characters are get into. Yeah, we're know? invested in these characters already. We're gonna watch it every week, and yeah, we're gonna watch it every week. And then there's what after this? We you said that you they've, they've already greenlit one more season. One more season, so. but nothing confirmed past that. Fair enough. But uh, so this episode, this season's gonna be shorter too than the normal twenty-two episodes. There's gonna be twelve, so I think they're gonna maybe do like one big arc rather than like the two that they usually do in a season. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, I, I, I mean, they will probably take a good, a good amount of time. It's like think season four. Point. It was like the first half was uh, paranormal Ghost Rider stuff, and, and the, the second, second half, half was like Terminator slash The Matrix, <laughs> and which were both super cool yeah. and a very smooth transition between the two as well. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I wonder. Like maybe that'll just be the case. Then they'll probably just find a way of like smoothly transitioning these two storylines back together and yeah. you probably feel like you're something of, cohesive yeah and uh, I feel like um, sort of with Mac everybody's in sort of an uncertain role currently as well like there's some kind of tension going on between the team yeah like Mac's not quite confident yet in his abilities um, May is sort of partially running the show as well May's always vibe. been partially running the show, I yeah, feel like. Even when Colson was in charge, dude, people would like, it's like Colson would give an order, but then like everybody would listen to what May said afterward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Colson would be the guy like at the table watching over everything yeah. for a lot of stuff, but May was the person in the field calling the shots. And I think that's kind of one of those things they've, they've made Max's character feel that like weird pull of like, how does he do like the shot calling when he's really like only. I mean, he's just kind of, like, more experienced in the field at this point. Yeah. Like rather he's than, a, like... He's a mechanic slash just, like, a brute. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, they, they... Slash a dude with a fucking battle axe shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Which, I mean, like, 
Love that character. He was very shallow right at the start. He was, I, but like, then they gave him a great arc. Like Yo-Yo, who we were talking about this. I know. Like Yo-Yo, I just thought Mac like way long ago when they introduced him. I thought he was just gonna be an in and out kind of character, like throwaway. And yeah. then they made him a mainstay. Yeah, which was fucking awesome. Like I, I love that they de- they picked a handful of characters that developed right that just like ended up working. For and, the I lo- and I love the, the merit of him being the director. It's because he's got a heart of gold. And he's the guy who, like, gives the most shits about yeah. everyone else. He's not, yeah, exactly. He's not, like, out, he's not doing it for the wrong reason. He's the fucking you know? Captain America of the group, you Pretty know? Much. Like, he's the selfless guy. He's the guy to do the group play. He's the guy to not be, he's the guy not to make a selfish decision. True. Well, like, you could see it, like, I think in uh, season two, I, there's some people on YouTube watching through the season, all the series right now. In season two, there's this, like, oh, no, season three, when Coulson goes and kills Ward on a Mavith mm-hmm. and accidentally unleashes Hive. Like, he puts Mac in charge and Mac's like, why? It's like, because you're the only person that isn't out for blood right now. Fair enough. And I feel like that's a consistent thing about his character. He's willing, he knows who's who they're against, but he doesn't get unhinged. Even like Coulson did at one point. True. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Age of the Shield just started back up. Definitely gonna keep watching that. Yep. As it goes on, like twelve, oh, one, eleven, one more down, episodes. eleven more to go. Yep. Got the little singer Fitz at the end. Uh, yeah, Fitz is like on some new drug. It looks like. Yeah, his <laughs> eyes are glowing. Damn, dude. Uh, Fuck knows what's going on there. All right, and then also more fucking Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yeah. Dude, like they just like I'm actually really excited about. No, I'm not. Let's see. I'm more excited about like what this movie might open up in the Marvel universe than I might be about the movie itself. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Like there's might. a clip where they officially dropped the, the six one six in the six one six universe. There's a multi an active multiverse. And that um like, and the Mysterio's from like nine nine nine. Uh, eight three three. Eight three three. Yeah, that was it. Okay, and or something. something. But then like at the same time, something. you take it with a grain of salt because it's Mysterio. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Like, I mean, it could be bullshit. It could be bullshit. It could just be like you know part of the whole fucking mystique of it all. You know, Mysterio. Oh. But, uh, but I think I, you know, I keep well, I keep saying like thinking that like you know like it could. It's a really obvious and easy way to like say like. All the fucking of the cosmic, all the fucking width of the cosmic energy has like we might see some and open up these things. Or we like might even up. see like some cosmic entities pop up, which would be awesome, dude. Like it was said, what that, if, it was said that eternity was supposed to be an infinity war. Yeah, I heard that living tribunal was was actually considered. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. To, living to tribunal pop, to pop in there, and it would like that'd be bad, dude. Like they, I think Galactus is coming. I think they need to like pace themselves with how they do introduce these characters because they just started building a believable space universe. I think, I think they're going I mean? to go back to what they did in phase one where it's going to be like another five years before you see an Avengers movie versus yeah. these past few years it's been like two, three years between Avengers. Yeah, I think they're going to start they're going to start doing more solo movies. You're going to see a Black Panther 2. You're probably going to see a Doctor Strange 2. You're Captain gonna, Marvel. You know, those those. I don't think, I don't think we're going to be having any origin stories anymore. I no, think they're I, past that. I think they might do like picking up in somebody's story who's introducing another film yeah well like the, i mean like the kind of how they introduced black panther 
Yeah, you know, what I mean? which like, worked so, so well. well. Like they, if they could just Spider-Man continue too. to do that like, with characters they want to introduce. No. Like it, they, they, they could endlessly introduce characters. I think that's I mean? also what worked in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh, absolutely, it's a movie that I love. Homecoming was such a fucking good movie, dude. Yeah, I know, like I know a whole bunch of people that love Marvel movies but just hadn't bothered to see it because they were like, "It's another Spider-Man movie," and I'm like, "You all fucking missed out, man." Like, yeah, it's a great movie. It's a great movie, and clearly the sequel is gonna have like some major repercussions for the fucking for other shit. I saw a theory that Mysterio, at the end of Far From Home, is gonna get like seriously injured, and it's gonna reveal that he was never actually a person, but he was a Doombot. A Doombot. Oh, <laughs> man. What a, fucking, what? That would be the most Shyamalan twist. <laughs> <laughs> but, then, but then also, I think the that Fantastic be, Four is right around the corner. Dude, Mostly because the be. Fantastic Four were just reintroduced into Marvel Comics. Mm-hmm. Mr. Fantastic. I fucking love this. Mr. Fantastic looks just like John Krasinski. Of course he does. It's uncanny. Well, dude, I feel like John Krasinski's been on their radar not just because like there's a, there's a massive positive response to like the whole online fan casting of him and and the um and the quiet place was phenomenal the quiet place was phenomenal so it showed it showcased his his non comedic chops I don't know but if you've seen also, Jack Ryan yet but, but Jack he, Ryan's really good there's that he so he's proven he can be kind of uh, action yeah but uh, and he's also uh, he was up for the fu- he's he was going to be Captain America he, he tried out for the part of Captain America so yeah. they probably like have kept him on their radar a little bit since then yeah I think but, at that point he was too like office fresh exactly but now he's gone some different stuff under his belt yeah. he's directed dude he like he's perfect for that fucking role I would love it I would love that fucking shit he's fucking, I just don't he's fucking know ripped, but he's also lengthy enough be. you know what I mean dude like, that's the my biggest fucking problem. I don't want The Rock to be the fucking thing. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> that would be great. It would be, he has to Just play. for the irony of it. Uh, I mean, they probably would do well. I mean, it's The Rock. He's well, not going to do wrong with it. But like, <laughs> he was great in Skyscraper. I don't want to Skyscraper see... Skyscraper was... Skyscraper. Was Skyscraper. <laughs> I don't want to see The Rock in a superhero movie until he's done doing Black, Black Adam, Adam movie. And if that is either good or bad, then we'll go from there. Who would... Who would actually let's let's just throw it out there. So one thing we wanted to talk about briefly was stuff we're excited for in the future. What? So who would you like to see cast? I mean, we've made John Krasinski immediately clear. Yeah, uh, I I love Emily Blunt as the Invisible Woman. Yeah, I mean, I have no, I don't have a problem with that. I don't like. I I've not seen Emily Blunt in enough stuff that I give a shit about to like solely because care like for her as an her, actress. Her and but, John Krasinski, whenever they're together, have chemistry probably because they're actually married yeah i mean it's probably it probably works it's but again it also depends on like what kind of storyline they're gonna go with too in the, in the thing yeah that's I, true i think like as we saw with like the unsuccessful fantastic four reboot they try to go with a younger version of maybe they'll a go more like ultimate universe friendly yeah. version of the fucking I feel fantastic four and it just it doesn't work nobody wants to see that i want to see yeah. some gray streaks of mr fantastic's fucking hair <laughs> I think we're gonna get. I think we're gonna get that. Um, uh, but I okay, think but the thing would be it'd be really cool if the thing was like uh, I'm trying to like, get like John Cena. Like oh god, John. Yeah, but you have to like that's the thing. I, I like, why not? Oh, wait, he's gonna be in Suicide Squad too. I guess it doesn't really matter because whoever plays the thing is just gonna be a CGI fucking character. So I would like, love if they find a way to do it practically though. 
Oh, there's the... <laughs> That'd be great. Fucking, so Paul, Paul Bettany does five hours of makeup to look like the Vision. Yeah, where's the fucking dedication, man? <laughs> uh, Human Torch it can't obviously be Chris Evans, so it has to be somebody Michael else. Michael Oh, man. <laughs> Two, I love that they're both like other... I just like they're both other characters. In that oh, scene. um, Hellboy didn't do shit. Let's get David Arbor as a... That that's one, the thing. There's the thing. David Arbor is the thing. I, I would actually like that. I, yeah, dude, Hellboy didn't do shit. I mean, I didn't even go see it, so I, it, I don't... It flopped hard. I, like, it it domestically made, like, something like 30 yeah, million I, I less like, than its right budget. Gate, it had, like, 3% on the fucking Rotten Tomatoes or some shit. Those Hellboy movies like, are solid. I mean, so, whatever. Not everything. Not every not fucking... Be this, this, is, this is, like, where the explosion fuck up. Not every fucking comic book or character in a comic book makes for a great fucking movie character. I mean, I like, think it's more disappointing because the other Hellboy movies are actually good, you know? Yeah, the other Hellboy movies are pretty cool. Like, they're... they're like, Ron like, Perlman Hellboy is actually, like, a good time to watch. Yeah, the, the first Hellboy movie is really cool. The second one gets really fantastical and, like, definitely is... Anyway, like like I said, I, I just personally think not every fucking, you know, character needs to be on the big screen. I mean, but, they're going to be... It looks like Marvel's going to be doing the uh, Liu Kang... No, that's a that's a Mortal no, that's Kombat a Mortal character. Kombat. But Mortal Kombat <laughs> is I just saw this. James Wan is making a Mortal Kombat movie. Really? Yeah. And it starts oh shooting in like June. What? In Australia. What yeah. a quick turnaround. Yeah. So so I, I I know, but isn't that fucking crazy, dude? Like I was like, no. oh my god, this better Shane have Lee. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the master, <laughs> master of kung fu. Of kung fu. Like, Sorry, but oh man. I think is that racist? No. Okay. Dude, Luke Kane? The Luke Kane? <laughs> kung Fu? Whatever. It's a it's a small <laughs> character. Not everyone Whatever, knows it. man. If somebody's gonna get butt hurt about it. They're gonna get butt hurt about it. Everybody gets butt hurt about all sorts of things. These mm, days. That's fair. It's fair. Uh, um, but seriously though, like I, I just I don't know. Like they they Marvel's gonna be pushing a whole bunch of shit onto the Disney Plus uh, screening or service, which will be really cool to check out. But actually, the stuff I'm most like in terms of like smaller screen stuff, I'm most interested in from Marvel. I think are not going to be on the Disney Plus service. Like, the Ghost Rider series that just got yeah, from, Hulu. from Hulu. Yeah, yeah, I'm so fucking interested in that because Ghost Rider is such a cool character. I was, but it's going to be the same guy from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. But they said that it's not going to address Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, which is the weirdest fucking Bullshit. Thing. Like, it, that's the thing. Why pick that character up then Fuck, if you're not going to fucking connect it? Just re-fucking boot it then. It's infuriating like, me. But, but it should be. either way, I, I just really want to see that character be like, as badass as it was, as he is. He had very, he had very limited screen time on Agents of Shield, but everything we saw of him was fucking awesome. True, true. Uh, like at one point, his the fucking also for those that don't know, this Ghost Rider doesn't have a motorcycle. He has a fucking Dodge Charger. Yeah, and we, at one point, it gets shot with a rocket. It does a flip, bursts into flames, and then like runs over a dude <laughs> it's fucking awesome in the most like corny way true oh man but yeah I'm just I'm just I, I can't wait for that shit like I, I just it's all those little things I just that's my biggest like the most fun I have with all this stuff is yeah. like it's just seeing if it turns out like I'm so used to like I there's so much shit so used to like like them launching shitty fucking versions of these characters that it's like it's just more cool when the random one is like storyline is good yeah imagine you know like I mean? when there's like there's i'm gonna used be, to the shit there's gonna be <laughs> a, there's gonna be a time when we get a really good like moon night thing oh dude and it's gonna blow our minds like 
now that all those series are canceled on Netflix, I'm so fucking bummed that they never decided to actually try and make a, a Moon Knight series. Maybe that'll happen on Disney Plus. I just don't think Disney Plus is going to go as hard. Well, like, I at, really don't. Like, well, I mean, because, because like, Disney look, they're, has, doing, they're doing the Mandalorian, yeah, which Star Wars, Star Wars, very notoriously kid friendly. But they said that's going to be like a hard R. It better be, dude. Because and if I, I, I think like, if I think that I mean, pans like, out, then fuck it. Like, they do they some cool Marvel stuff. Audience, now. man. Like, like people, people are that like the shit that grew, like that really are lat- have latched on this shit are getting steadily older. Yeah. And they don't want to always see kid-friendly versions of this fucking shit. As fun as that's like, why Logan, that's why Deadpool, it works. Like those those fucking movies work so there, well. There's a place. There's a place for the more kid-oriented stuff. We went and watched Into the Spider Verse together. Yeah, there's totally. And that a was place a blast. Yeah, totally. And that's a, that's absolutely a, a kid-friendly. movie. There's totally a place for kid-friendly stuff. I'm just like, you go and watch a movie like Logan, where it's mature, it's heavy shit. Yeah, and it's equally as enjoyable. If not more so, because you're able to appreciate. At that point, it really becomes like not to say that like kids' movies, especially like animated ones, aren't like an art form, but it it becomes mature, you know? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I just think yeah, I think uh, they need to kind of keep paying attention to that, and hopefully, that, I mean, that's my biggest fear is Disney yeah. is constantly acquiring more and more and more. Eventually, we'll just I, be... Disney just, like, this I'm going to go week, home. They, Disney actually just fucking bought Hulu. Like, well, that came with that came with Fox. Did it? Yeah. Fo- Fox, Hulu was a Fox property. So, it, okay, the Fox deal went through, and then they just recently, they just announced that the Hulu deal went through. Yeah, they, it was Hulu. either they were going to shut down Hulu, or, or they, they were going to fully acquire it and take it over. And it seems like they might integrate Disney Plus with Hulu. Yeah. Well, they, um, I mean, that'd be a smart way of doing it, rather than just, like, I saw some their own streaming service. I, <laughs> I saw a hypothetical where it's like, someday we're going to go home and watch a Netflix, or we're going to go to the movies and watch a Disney. It's like, that might be it at some point. Or we'll just watch a Disney. Like, <laughs> everywhere. That's disturbing to me. But, um... Anyway. You like, want that's, 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 uh, yeah. So we're talking about more mature content here. Uh, your thing, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. You uh, want to discuss this, so... Game of Thrones. How, how are you feeling about this last season? I I was I'm caught up theoretically. I've watched some episodes. Yeah, I mean honestly, I honestly, I'm, almost, I'm like I'm only in, into the, watching the final episode of Game of Thrones just to like see, just to say I've watched the entire show. Uh, I've oh, really, it's rant time! I've really I feel di- coming. divested from the fucking show. It was really cool when it started this season, and then like it immediately started tanking. The uh, the the way they wrote off, like, the, the entire series is building up to fucking battling the White Walkers and this army of the undead. And they do it all in one night. Boom. It's done. Over with. And then the next episode, it's just, like, dribble. And then the, the, the most recent episode, it just doesn't make any sense in terms of what the fucking characters are doing. Like, you have all these characters that you've watched grow and change, and, like, you're like, okay, yeah, 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 I know where they're at, I know where they're at, like, and then, like, just bullshit. Like, Daenerys, I feel bad for any, I feel bad for anybody who named their kid Khaleesi. Ah, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, dude, well, they, I mean, like, I watched this video, it was this really great YouTube video, if you look it up, it's three minutes of Game of Thrones stars, like, disappoint, or, oh, I saw that. About, like, the fucking ending, like. Like a reporter, like straight up asked Daenerys, uh, Amelia Clark, like, 
like oh, how then, it ended, and she just like if she like if she likes the way it ended, and she just laughs. Like she, there's like this awkward pause, and then she just like laughs, and then like and then that's like, the meaning. Fucking Jon Snow just that's straight up shit, straight up says it's disappointing. That's the shit that <laughs> the the current like X Men cast are doing about Dark Phoenix. Yeah, dude, it's just fucking, which is like it's just garbage. Which dude. like that's getting written away. Yeah, Game of Thrones has a legacy. Game People love that. Well, and not 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 just that, like, but HBO is trying to build off of this series. Like, they're trying to do like, like a prequel? other prequel things, and like, oh, they're trying to build off this franchise. If but they if fuck you it fuck up it, now, yeah, you're gonna lose all your fans. Yeah, like 100. percent It's just like it, people people pay attention to these fucking characters, and as like as trivial as that sounds, when we're talking about a fucking television show. People pay attention to these characters, and like, if you don't, if you fuck them over like that, like if if you completely go against what people like, what where they've been headed, it just doesn't make any sense to people, and you don't want to fucking watch it. Like, I, I want to watch the final episode because I just want the series to fucking end. Do you think like, that there is like, potential for this final episode to actually top it off well? No. Okay. I don't. <laughs> I, genu- I genuinely don't. I think uh, there's probably. I think the final the final episode will probably have like. Some sort of like, you think uh, Jon Snow and Arya and like a couple of other fucking people trying to kill Daenerys, and the Daenerys will probably die, or she'll probably kill everybody and take over Westeros, which would also be that would probably be the most interesting ending at this point. <laughs> is if Daenerys kills Jon Snow, kills the rest of the Starks, and actually takes over Westeros, and the, it ends with her just like ruling with, with, a, with iron, the, her fucking dragon and with an iron fist, yeah, just like basically like incinerating. If, if anybody says anything against me, I'm burning you. We like I saw something where like. Theoretically, you make a cool ending where, like, Daenerys kills Jon Snow, but then Arya kills Daenerys, and it was just all for nothing. Like, no one gets the fucking throne. Yeah, that would also be, like, that'd probably also be a sad And Arya just walks away and goes back to the north, and everyone lives under Sansa. Yeah, that could be. I mean, that'd suck. But, I mean, but that's, I I feel like that's sort of the point, is that all these people are just, like, fuckers who are ultimately all horrible in some way except for like i've been told Jon snow is like yeah, the yeah purest yeah one left and the, yeah it's just well yeah and like, like i said i guess the biggest like fucking reason why i don't care and why other people are starting not to care anymore is again they just like they just don't give a shit about the characters like okay so you have you have varus varus is like is the the fucking spider man oh, he's, I heard about this. he he is like the he's the most sly motherfucker in the entire Seven Kingdoms. Like you don't like you. He's like you know that that Family Guy gag where it's like the blind guy with like who was like covered in baby oil or whatever, and you have uh, to try and catch him or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's like like that's Varys. Like, like <laughs> you can't fucking he's you, you away. can't hold on to him. He's always you know like he's always finding a way yeah. to get away. And so like just it start this episode starts off with him just like walking up to somebody on the fucking beach and just like trying to insinuate treason. And like, and, or instigate treason, insinuate. He's just trying to instigate treason, and it's just like so fucking out of character. And then immediately after that, he just gets burned alive, and you're just like, <laughs> okay, so that's the way his fucking character ends after all of this shit, after all the fucking buildup of this character in other, in like, in the source material. Yeah. Like, you, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's like if they took. I don't know, man. It's like if they just took like a fucking random Marvel character. If they just took Cap- Captain America, and they woke up, they like he woke up from ice, 
and then he was running around New York, you know, like that little, that little scene, and then he just gets hit by a car or like hit by, <laughs> hit by a semi truck and he I'm actually just, fucking dies or I'm something. Just, you're just like, oh, okay, like, when, so that you, fucking blows. When you like, started that analogy, I thought you were gonna be going for like, oh, when he said Hill Hider, he actually became evil. <laughs> no, I mean like, although like that's that that's a whole theory. Like that's, it's just that's, so against it's just so against the established character. Yeah, it just it's just bullshit. Which and, and so, I'd just like to say, Harrison Hannon, if you're listening to this. You bet me five bucks on whether Avengers Endgame or Game of Thrones would fuck up the ending. You owe me five bucks. Definitely Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is fucking up hard. And what pisses me off even further is that... I don't care how happy you are that Sansa is still alive. (sighs) Who gives a a fuck about Sansa? She's hot, dude. She's hot. If she's so hot, you can go watch Dark Phoenix. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. They need the ticket money. Yikes. Hey, on that note, uh, New Mutants got delayed by another year. They just need to let that fucking movie die, <laughs> dude. Like, nobody, <laughs> nobody's looking. People, they put out a year ago. People are more looking forward to Suicide Squad two than they are fucking New Mutants. I think, I think it's gonna end up just. Burning in hell somewhere. This is gonna be a straight to fucking stream movie. It's gonna go or or it's, not even. I think Disney might be too embarrassed. They just put it on Crackle. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! The only other movie to debut on as Crackle a, a, was Joe Dirt too. As a, as a, <laughs> I would love it if like as a fuck you. That's the last thing Disney gives to Netflix. <laughs> like New Mutants. <laughs> Like sell this fucker. Like nobody fucking cares about that shit. It's like that fucking runaway runaways. runaways I've actually heard that's good. I've heard that that's like I've heard that that's like the OC version of a fucking Marvel show. And I tried (laughs) to watch the first episode once. Oh, I tried. I couldn't get that. I couldn't get that out of my head. So I don't think like I just stopped watching. I think everyone's forgotten at this point that there's a Cloak and Dagger series on ABC. They have a second season out. I, again, I, heard I, watched, I heard it's fine. I watched the pilot. I was like, oh, teen drama. I can't handle it. It is too teeny. It's <laughs> like, oh, no. Yeah, man. It's like, it feels like, like one early season of like a CW show. And Cloak and Dagger is so cool. That's the thing. I mean, like, again, it's like, yeah, like, those characters are really cool. But like, I just, the, the way they're translating them just doesn't fucking work for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, back to Game of Thrones. Yeah, um, Game of Thrones, garbage. The, the the writer the writers are going to be moving on to a Star Wars trilogy after this, which, which I definitely am not going to look forward to because they <laughs> clearly don't understand how to deal with established characters. Yeah, like which hopefully if they're going to be doing a Star Wars trilogy, it's going to be from scratch. I, I mean, it better but be. They said that it they, better be from scratch because if they fuck with characters that are that or like that's they're going to piss everyone like, off more than like, they did with the Last Jedi. <laughs> well, yeah, dude, and like I mean. I don't know, man. They, they may make small beans out of what the fuck they're doing with Game of Thrones, but if you fuck with something like Star Wars, which is a, like an institution in itself. Game of Thrones is like, loved. Star like, Wars is like... Star Wars is life. Like, yes. <laughs> Star Wars... People, people have lived to watch Star Wars Dude. and died before now. Dude. And fucking loved it. People's last wishes have been to see like the newest Star Wars movie yeah. before cancer eats away at them. I, you yeah. know what I mean? Like that shit is fucking real. Look, Nobody's like, I can't, I gotta catch the final episode of Game of Thrones before this fucking brain aneurysm. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> nobody gives a fuck about <laughs> that shit. But Star anymore. Wars is fucking like, it's like, don't fuck with it, man. It, Give them some new characters to destroy and then just move on. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I was like really hoping they do like Old Republic 
with these with the Game of Thrones guys. I I've, thought that'd be really cool. I've heard that Old Republic's gonna be like down the line if anything. Like, I know, like, but it's so loved by people. Like, it's really detached, which I think is the beauty of it. Yeah, like which I think they, they could, could be good for something like that. Yeah, they could connect with what's going on, but then they could tell a whole new story. Mm-hmm. I think that would work. Well, I, saw, I saw the whole thing of like maybe Snoke's from the Old Republic, and that's his whole backstory. Yeah, well, but, I mean, he was supposedly like some sort of ancient people guy who got locked away. And well, he got cut in half with his dick out. So yeah, um, he that was such a, I mean, that was so weird though. Like, I mean, I, I actually like the first time I watched the Last Jedi, I was like, oh, cool subversion. Like, I mean, it was yeah, and and I thought it was fun. But yeah. then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, oh, okay. I just I'm not like, I'm not as hard on it as a lot of people are. Neither am I, but. I reflecting on it i do think that they just jumped through a lot of stuff yeah i think so you know what i mean like Like it could have been it should have been much more thorough there was some lapses yeah the direction's fantastic the writing is not solid yeah 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 Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um should we touch on our last little bullet point here the uh up and coming john wick oh man yeah, well, I'll, I'll touch it on. in, man. Like, uh, you've, I, I've, you're, you're yet to watch a John Wick film. Yeah, I'm um, hoping to watch John Wick 2 sometime. Me and my girlfriend have been watching through these fuckers, and my god, they're so fun. There's no, like, there's no character I've been able to get, like, emotionally behind more in recent history than John Wick. Yeah. Mostly because, like, it fucking starts with them murdering his puppy. <laughs> like, and... And also, it's why I love this episode, this most recent episode of Agents of Shield. It just says, "Fuck you, we're going for it," and you go for it. It's like there's no establishment in the world that we live in. All you know is that he's an ex-hitman, and some Russian gangster just killed his puppy that his dead wife left him. And so he's like out for blood. He's out for blood because his wife died like a week earlier. <laughs> his wife like. After she died... Is John... Who do you think would win in a fight real quick? John Wick or Ronan? That would actually be a great fight. <laughs> because holy shit. I think... At, I think, I think Ronan has... Families, I think Ronan has better aim. <laughs> but, but like John Wick's badass. Okay. John Wick does like so, gung fu. Gung fu. Gung yeah. fu. You know? Gung, like, did you say gung, like with gung, a G at the end? Gung fu. <laughs> <laughs> um, no... Gun Fu. Okay, so... It's fucking badass. So, just, hold on, because I've heard this before. So John Wick is like, like it basically all gets fueled by the death of his dog. Is that what you're Well, yeah, so, right so pretty much his wife dies right at the beginning of the first movie. Oh, and I guess it's hinted at, they don't expand on it because they've got like Russians to shoot in the head. Fair enough. They, yeah, they, they like, like focus She's on. got, that she had some kind of long-term disease. Oh, and oh, she's, oh she, she wasn't killed, killed her. No, she, she wasn't. She, was like, she had like she had like a long term disease, like it was cancer or something. Okay. And she knew she was gonna die, so she like made it so when she died, he would get something. Okay. Because he was a very isolated person. Like, there's a bunch of scenes of like him at the funeral, but like he's not interacting with them anyone. Like, uh, it's all her family. Like, he's very isolated. Okay. So it's like after the funeral, he gets a package with a letter from his wife saying, like, I want you to have somebody to grieve with, somebody to care about. And he opens that up, and there's this little puck. Oh. And the next day, he's driving. He's got this fucking awesome, like, Shelby Mustang. <laughs> and he's driving around, and there's these gangsters that pull up in this BMW next to him. They're like, cool car, man. How much you want for it? And he goes, and they start talking in Russian. He's like, every bitch has a price. And he looks at him, and he goes... 
I don't have a price, bitch, in Russian. Oh, shit. And, but then, and then he drives away and acts like nothing, nothing else of it. It's also a dude from Game of Thrones who's the bad guy in this. But then they, <laughs> but then they, they wake up in the middle of the night. The puppy wakes him up, and he goes downstairs, gets his ass kicked with, like, a baseball bat by these Russian goons. And oh, the, puppies, the puppy's whining, and you hear like you, one of the Russians goes, shut up that dog. And then you see him swing the bat. And you hear the dog cry, and it's covered in blood. And he's, like, crawling over. He's, like, holding the puppy. That's fucked up, dude. It's fucked up. That's fucking hard, man. But then there's... And you see him crying. And it's, like... But then it hard cuts to, like, the leader of, like, the Russian gang being getting a call from a dude who's working on the car. Like, fuck, dude. This is John Wick's car. Oh, man. And he's, like... And he goes to his son. He, like, slaps him across the face and and starts beating him up. And being, like... Who the fuck is this guy? The kid, the kid's like, who is this dude? And he's like, you know the boogeyman, the dude like, the story that everyone told us as a kid to make us scared. And they're like, John Wick's the man you send to kill the fucking boogeyman. (laughs) So they just like start throwing everyone at him. Damn. And it's just like, it's you. You can't not be behind him as a character because like so much bad shits happened to this guy. So you just want to support him. You want to support him, and not because he's a good guy. It's implied that he's been a hitman, like, his entire life. Yeah, okay. But, like, but they killed his fucking dog. Damn. <laughs> Which, uh, well, when I was watching this with my gr- when I was watching this with my girlfriend, she, like, she started crying when the dog died. And it was like, yeah, no shit. It's fucking brutal what they do to the dog. And he's, like, Keanu Reeves is surprisingly compelling and emotional in this. <laughs> and for for like ten minutes, and then he gets his game face on and just starts brutally killing everyone. Damn, like it's great. Uh, so would you classify it as like a revenge movie? Oh, totally. Okay. And also, there's some great actors in it and some really funny stuff. In I it. saw this clip of Halle Berry doing like a gun training ring at a gun. Yeah, gun Halle Berry's in the third she, one. Yeah, and she was uh, like, so supposedly she's been doing, like working with this like specific company. Which I think it's the same thing Keanu thing. Reeves did. Before. Yeah, dude. She looked badass, dude. She was like, like she was like posting up and aiming. She like yeah. dropped a clip on her move and she was, I don't know. She, it was cool. It was, there's you know, a, was, but in, it looks like they the trailer, all kind of take their shit seriously on the yeah, set. Yeah, there's a, there's a great video. It's like a four minute long sort of like take of this dude running around with like an iPhone following Keanu Reeves through his shooting range where like you can when you watch that video it's for the second one you can actually see what fight they were rehearsing oh wow yeah and like he's like throwing like airsoft guns down grabbing other ones and what's a pump action shotgun like it's hardcore shit also there's a trailer for the most recent one with Halle Berry and she's doing all the fight stuff and she's got these like German shepherds fighting with her and one of them goes straight for a guy's balls oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) I was just like oh this is gonna be great damn I'll uh, check this shit out man I don't know why I camped on it like I just really I I did I started watching these like three weeks ago yeah like I watched the first one just because I'd heard so much I saw there was another one coming out and I was like these have like fuck all budget you ever seen like the uh the, the Mayhem Like Me, like, State Farm commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's directed by that dude. For real? Yeah. That's rad as fuck. <laughs> it's, him, it's him and another guy. One of which, the other dude directed uh, Deadpool 2. Nice. And, nice. And Atomic Blonde. Oh, cool. So, Atomic Blonde's a dope movie. Yeah. So it's same guys. Nice. And, like, I, was, I just thought, like, these don't have the biggest budget in the world. They have good actors. And they're really highly regarded as films. Yeah. And just, like, 
I watched it. It was like, this is the best, like, rendition of, like, what the Expendables and all the movies that are trying to recapture the magic of, like, 80s action movies should be. Oh, word. Yeah. That's cool. There's dramatic subtitles. All right. There's a fuck ton of guns. And there's cool long takes. Well, maybe I'll have to, like I said, maybe I'll have to check out the sec list of John Wick 2 just to dive <laughs> into the universe and see what's up. Yeah. I'm all about those sequels. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 was also a good one to check out. Is that the, was that the, the Secret the, of the Ooze? Secret, I was going to say Revenge <laughs> of the Ooze. The can, Revenge can, of the Ooze. Can Ooze have revenge? I guess. I think anything can have revenge, really. And on that very <laughs> philosophical and deep note, I think it's time to bring an end to the first inaugural matinee edition. I think we'll have to wrap it up here. Hour 40 on the clock right now, but we're probably going to cut this shit down. Who knows? This has been uh, yeah, the first episode of Matinee Edition. We'll be back next week uh, catching up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You know, whatever the fuck else we want. We'll probably, probably be talking about more stuff. Who knows? Who, who knows? Either way, we'll catch you next week. Uh, I'm going to sign out there, I guess. Uh, do you have anything? Uh, remember, drink water. Oh, yeah. Aqua fresca. That, that should be like the, the health tip we always push on the show. Health tip at the end of every Matinee Edition. Drink more water. Go for a walk. Oh, that sounds lovely. Explore nature. Either way, we'll see you next week, guys.